Pokemon to the What the What? What the What? Podcast. We're here. We are here. And we are recording live on a Thursday afternoon slash evening. Does that really work? You said we're recording live. Well, we are recording live. They're not listening to it live. How would you not record it live? Well, you always record it live. Okay. I just want to make sure. I'm just trying to think through things. Like, I know if there's another well, way. No, there... Mind blown. Okay. I never really thought of that. I don't know. Just just thinking through some things. I mean, we, we could record, like, not live, I guess. I don't know how that would work. I don't know. I'm, we're get, we just are getting used to this now, so let's not try to do Let's not, not mess up things, but we are here in the middle of October. Um, yes. Fall weather has finally blessed us. finally got us today. Uh, it was 40 degrees this morning. It was glorious. Wore jeans and a hoodie. I mean, it was fantastic. It's even cold enough for us to both have mugs yes. beside our podcasting equipment. What you got in that mug over there? Hot chocolate, of course. Hot chocolate. With my moose mug. Eric is drinking out of a nice moose mug. It's got some trees on there, full of hot chocolate. Uh, we'll put a picture of it on the gram. Yeah, we'll put a picture of both of our mugs together. I'm drinking some uh, some like coffee. Our, like our faces? Or No, just the mugs. Not, the, not our, our mugs, mugs. mugs, but the mugs. Okay. The, the ones we drink out of. Okay, all right. Not that we drink into. But yeah, mine's uh, Jason, uh, the horror character. Well, which is perfect because it's perfect. Halloween, Halloween is I thought about it before I brought him. In two weeks. His uh, machete is a handle. Is the handle. <laughs> I it's just got, noticed that. Wow. It's got blood stains all over That's it. Kind of so. gross and not sanitary at all. It's okay. It's dull. It doesn't it, cut anything. And it's not real blood, we think. I'm, it doesn't taste like it anyway. I'm not a vampire, but who knows? Who knows? Anyway, what we what are we talking about this week? Wow, well, way to transition there. We are it's a hard um, transition. Well, we are recording uh, some of our favorite television episodes that are based on Halloween, mm-hmm. um, or or scary themed episodes, basically um, in a television show. So not a TV show like The Walking Dead. No, but like uh, maybe like Boy Meets World. We mentioned it uh, yes, last we week's did. possibility where they had the episode. Um, and then there was Sean, which yes. is clearly based on a horror movie motif. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't exactly a Halloween episode, but we want to get into Pretty the spirit much. of Halloween and spookiness. So we're going to yeah. discuss three of each of our favorite Halloween television episodes. Yes. And the, honestly, like I knew these existed, and I knew it was part of things. But like, every year at Christmas time, I go back and watch like Christmas episodes of different shows. Like, the Office has a ton of them. I love now that Hulu has like Family Matters and all those because you can go back now and watch fo- uh, like Full House, Family Matters, uh, Boy Meets World. They all have Christmas episodes. So you can Boy go back Meets and World watch is those. not on there anymore, though. Oh, They're they took it off. Moving to Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. That's, it's okay. I'm going to get that. I yeah, mean, me too. Can't turn that down. But uh, we're going to do that. Uh, but I never thought about turning around and watching Halloween episodes from all these different shows. So I started looking this week. I knew certain shows had them. But uh, I started looking through my Hulu account this week at different shows and seeing what episodes, like, you know, I, f- I figured maybe one. But a lot of shows or series had multiple ones. Yeah, especially sitcoms. Yeah. Because um, holiday episodes are just really easy to do. They are. Because you can frame it around the holiday. That's why you usually see Christmas episodes. You yep. may see Friends was famous for their Thanksgiving episodes. That's true. Um, the Simpsons had the Treehouse of Horror series, which mm-hmm. we'll get into at some point, I'm sure. Um, just it was easy to frame episodes around holidays. It so is. 
Um, you may see Valentine. I mean, The Office has a Valentine's Day. There's so multiple ones. Mo- I mean, so holidays are just easy to frame episodes around. I I'm never surprised. thought about it that way. Um, so, and they're, you know, especially if you have a full season of 24 episodes or 22 episodes, you know you're going from September to May. Mm-hmm. Well, you can pencil in uh, a Halloween, a mm-hmm. Christmas, maybe a Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, a Valentine's Day. If you want to get real cheeky, a um, St. Patrick's Day in March. I mean, That's true. Um, those are just easy episodes where you can just plug in and just come up with something framed around that. Well, it's cool, too, to look back because you can see when seasons aired based off of this because yes. some aired at different times. Uh, I know, like, right now we just started back into the new television season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about just before we get started, uh, Batwoman, Arrow. A lot of new things are coming back on right now. Uh, so that's part of it. But it's funny to look back at some of these other episodes, and there's no Christmas episode that season right? or anything like that. But a lot of it's just when it aired. It was not during Christmas time. Well, and, like, so, and sometimes, yeah, like you said, um, when, when it airs, uh, the the TV uh, show doesn't realize they're going to be moved to mid season. Mm-hmm. It's like Community season four aired or re- um or shot a Halloween episode mm-hmm. and a Christmas episode because they were thinking they would be on in October or September. Gotcha. And they got moved to mid season, so their Halloween episode premiered in February. Well, hey, whatever <laughs> works. I mean, I'm sure it was just as good. I have not seen that particular episode. Maybe you'll tell me about it. I'm not telling you about that one though. Well, but, okay. But either way, up, season four. Um, I it does Troy, exist, Troy and Abed dress up as uh, Calvin and Hobbes. So oh, that's really cool. I really like cool. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. So you might enjoy that. I'll have to go find that. Uh, you want to get started? You want me to get started? I'll get us started yeah, you, today. Yeah, you do this. Um, so my first episode is from Community. Okay. It's from Season 2. And the a- title of the episode is called Epidemiology. Um, the funny thing about Community is every one of their episode's titles are titled like they'd be college courses. Hmm. So I haven't noticed. Even watching it, I haven't yeah, noticed. Yeah, so... Um, you, you know, uh, Biology 101 is an episode, uh, Epidemiology, Intro to Political Science, I mean, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Epidemiology is the uh, title of this episode in Season 2. And um, this happens uh, at a Halloween party, at the annual Greendale Halloween Party, which is the community college. Uh, you have all your characters dressed like, you know, different people because it's Halloween. Jeff mm-hmm. is dressed as uh, David Beckham. Pierce, uh, who's played by Chevy Chase, uh, dressed as Captain Kirk from Star Trek. You had... Um, yeah, Troy, who originally was dressed like, um, I think, Ripley from Alien. Okay. And then he decided none of the girls wanted to, you know, date someone who, you know, they'd take their brother to Comic-Con with or whatever. So he comes back as Sexy Dracula. <laughs> Just, Might as well. I'm a sexy Dracula. Not even a vampire. I'm a sexy Dracula. You could have pulled that off. You could have been the sexy Phantom of the Opera. I could have But been. you left I your mask been, But I left my mask at school. Um, the dean is dressed as Lady Gaga. Just really good stuff. Um, Jeff confronts Dean Pelton over the less than tasty food being served at the party. And it's revealed that the Dean bought it all at an army surplus store. And all of a sudden, Pierce starts sweating. He's running a temperature of 102 degrees. And the party takes a bizarre turn when Pierce bites one of the students on the arm. And it turns out this uh, this food they ate was expired, and it's causing them to have run high fevers and basically turning them into zombies. I haven't uh, seen the episode, but I was during my YouTube searching adventure of finding Halloween episodes. This one did pop up, yeah. so I hadn't seen it. I heard a synopsis. It, it is so. fantastic. Um, the dean uh, he telephones the army surplus store um, where he purchased the party food, and he discovered he purchased something other than food, and he's transferred food to an army special operations officer who advises the dean, the dean to quarantine everyone inside. Oh, goodness. So some of the uh, the gang is realizing that something's amiss here because people mm-hmm. are biting each other, and then you know they're all becoming zombie-like. 
Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to get out. Um, they split up. Um, you know, a lot of shenanigans uh, ensue. Abed uh, tells Troy when they're trapped at the window, and he's able to give Troy a boost. A, um, a funny, just a funny line, but, you know, he says, be the, um, where's the line at? Hang on, waiting for You're it. You're good. Be, be the first black man to make it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> and he sacrifices himself, allowing Troy to escape through the window. And once Troy gets outside, he's able to turn the AC on that will lower everyone's temp, you know, mm-hmm. internal body temperature. And they all wake up to find out um, that they had passed out, and they think, well, you know, the punch was roofied. Mm. Um, but just a really funny episode. It's actually an episode that has long-lasting um, consequences of the show because one of the characters hooks up with uh, Chang, who's played by Ken Jong from The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a former uh, professor there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Spanish teacher mm-hmm. um, before he faked his credentials. But she hooks up with them in the bathroom thinking that they were going to die, and she ends up getting pregnant. Oh, so, wow. So um, but a really funny Halloween episode. Um, you know, it's a nice little twist on, you know, everyone becomes a zombie stuff, and it mm-hmm. kind of is based in, like, as much fantasy as you see, and it's based kind of in real worldness mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, I don't know if this could really happen, but it sounds plausible type well, thing. Well, it's different than, like, the Boy Meets episode. Uh, and then where, it was all, where it was all a dream. Well, yeah, everything was a dream at the end, versus this one, at least it does in a, a semi-plausible way, yeah. where at the end it's not... You know, the rug's not pulled out from under it, just all been somebody's dream. So, yeah, so that's my first episode. Cool. Epidemiology, a great, uh, I think the best um, community Halloween episode for sure. But they've got four, four or five episodes who were really awesome for Halloween. So nice. What's your first one, sir? First one, uh, it's the episode called Who Are You Going to Telephone? Uh, season one of the Goldbergs. Okay. Uh, okay. We talked about the Goldbergs, or I did, about how, you know, underrated TV shows. I went back and watched the same way. Uh, Goldbergs have a variety of different Halloween episodes. Um, so I went back. But I love the first season, Adam, the main character that the series revolved around, is very young when this series starts. Versus now, the further on in their seasons, you know, he's in high school, like junior, supposedly now. Versus back then, he was very much middle school kid trying to find that age or that part of his life between playing with toys and all of a sudden being a little too cool for playing with toys, you know, something I feel like a lot of us guys can relate to. I'm sure some of you ladies can as well. Like you reach that age of you no longer play with your Ninja Turtles and your Barbies because you're too cool for that. It's a sad thought, you know, and like I saw, sorry, I don't want to interrupt no, you, no, but you're good. you know, I saw something uh, the other day that kind of plays in this where it's talking to parents. One day you'll pick up your child mm-hmm. and then you'll put them down or put her down and you'll never pick them up again. That's true. And in a way, it's like with the toys. One day, you'll stop playing with your toys, and mm-hmm. you'll never play with them again. You don't know when that time is. It's just really sad. Well, for some of us, it's a full-blown circle because, you know, you put them down, and then I got married, went back to my parents' house, and boxed up all my toys and brought them to my house now. So I don't technically play with them the same way, but you still have them. I'm, you know, you reach that age where you're like, I don't care. And plus, we reached, you know, we're in a time where stuff from our past is actually cool now and recirculating around. So uh, anyway, though, Adam is very young in this episode, but it's the first time that he can go trick-or-treating by himself with some other friends where, you know, he doesn't have to have parents with him or whatever. Uh, It shows him getting excited, making his own costume. I knew Christy had talked about that in the past episodes about how her mom made, you know, handmade costumes for them. Uh, But in this episode, he makes himself a giant Rubik's Cube. So he literally is a giant Rubik's Cube walking around a giant box. Nice. Uh, his mom is talking to, you know, to him downstairs. And, you know, his mom, if you haven't seen the series, is super overprotective of him, 
says, you know, don't forget when you get back, we've got to take all of your candy to the hospital to have it x-rayed to make sure it's okay before you can eat it. Uh, but then she said, you know, Pops should be here anytime now for you guys to go trick-or-treating. And he said, well, I'm, I'm not going with Pops this year. It's like, what do you mean? Like, that's your tradition. You always go with your grandfather. Uh, but now, evidently, he's some cool. He's friends with some cool guy at school now because he let the cool guy cheat off of his test or something like that. So now the cool guy asked him to go trick-or-treating with them. So he goes to leave, telling his parents, you know, he's too cool, we're heading out. As he opens the door, there's his pops. Standing in there, he says, who are you going to telephone? He's dressed as a Ghostbuster. He's got... <laughs> he's got... Uh, He's got Adam, another, or, or like an Adam-sized <laughs> Ghostbuster costume in his hand, a proton pack on the other for Adam to dress up as another Ghostbuster. And Adam kind of ignores him. He's like, you know what I'm talking about, that show from the TV where they 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 bust the ghosts or whatever. When there's something strange yeah, so in your neighborhood. Who are you going to telephone? Who are you going to telephone? So that's the name of this episode, but... uh. But yeah, so but then he lets his pops down, tells him like, you know, sorry, I'm too cool for that anymore. I'm going out with my friends, blah blah blah. Well, there's it's kind of how some sitcom episodes are, especially with the Goldbergs, where there's kind of two storylines going at the same time. But uh, we'll finish this one through. He goes off uh, with his new friend. He shows up to them. They're all wearing all black, black pants, black t-shirts. They're like, who are you guys supposed to be? And they said, what do you mean? He said, well, your, your costumes, I don't get it. He said, we're not wearing any costumes. We're trick-or-treating. What are you dressed as? And he's like, oh, well, I, you know, I, I beat up some kid and stole this from him on my way over here. You know, I thought it was funny, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out his new cool friends are not cool friends. They're, you know, their intentions of the entire night is egging things and throwing toilet paper at things, and they're not trick-or-treating. Ah. Uh, so Adam gets pulled into that. Um, he said instead of trick or treating, they're going to go egg or go TB houses and throw eggs at cats. Is what he says. Okay. Uh, cut to another s- story. You've got Barry, Ad- Adam's older brother, who's fully body painted in green. He's going as the Hulk. He's a big Lou Ferrigno fan. Uh, he's going to a party with his sister at this girl's house. He's going to ask her to go to I think it's prom or homecoming dance with him. Uh, the mom's all excited, blah blah blah, because he's going to go do this as they're leaving. The mom realizes that her, you know, her love bug or love doodle, whatever she she calls him, all sorts of crazy nicknames. Probably people don't see him in the same light that she sees him in, and she's afraid he's about to go embarrass himself. So she heads over to the party to talk to the girl or to stop him. Well, she dresses up in a ghost outfit so the girl can't see her, and then tries to convince the girl about how awesome her son Barry is. Of course, the girl doesn't realize it's you know his mom. Blah blah blah. Anyway, later on, Barry comes back up, realizes it's his mom. His mom calls him uh, delicious and says, <laughs> oh, honey, you're delicious. Everyone here, look at my delicious son. Of course, that makes it worse. Everything continues on. He ends up going to a different party with his sister. Things get better. His sister stands up for him. Cool stuff happens kind of on that side of things. But to finish it off, though, Adam, uh, they're going over to this other friend. They've been going all night. Egging houses doing stuff, and this other kid came up and said, oh, this house turned the lights off. They don't have any more candy. Let's go. So Adam goes with these kids. They show up. It's Adam's house. Adam has to decide, is he going to egg his own house? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, he wants to be cool. For some reason, he's still wearing the Rubik's Cube outfit, but he goes and chunks eggs at his house with these guys. As it's happening, his dad walks outside. He hits his dad in the head with an egg. Then as they turn to run, he trips and falls. Being a Rubik's Cube, he can't get back up. His dad comes and finds him. 
Um, his punishment, he's grounded for three weeks, and he's no longer allowed to have any more omelets for the rest of his life. Wow. That's what he tells him. <laughs> Terrible punishment. Um, but he's on the roof at the end. He's he's uh, cleaning out the gutters, cleaning off the eggs, off of the house, everything else. And his dad kind of reaches out, and his dad's kind of that where he loves him but calls him a moron all the time. Uh, he breaks it to him. He realizes that Adam's at that age where he's stuck at that point where between trick-or-treating and being too cool to trick-or-treat and realizing this is probably Adam's last year that he ever actually goes trick-or-treating. He feels sorry for his son. He realizes he's in that weird transition page because Adam even mentions that he, he wanted to go trick-or-treating. He didn't want to go egg things. He didn't want to do that, but he had no friends to go trick-or-treating with. So his dad you know, tells him that he knew somebody that wanted to go trick-or-treating with him. He goes down. There he goes. Pops and Adam dress up as a Ghostbusters. They go off into the distance, ghost-busting. Uh, then his mother follows along dressed as a ghost because she wants to be included as well. But, um, yeah, I did a long paraphrase on that. But, honestly, any of those are really funny. But especially at this age, I really love it because Adam's very innocent. He's very uh, – he's almost just like your little cute kid who doesn't know – you know, he hasn't – the world hasn't experienced him. He doesn't have those rough edges. He just has that blind happiness of a child wanting to do things. And so, as he gets older, you know, the other Halloween episodes are a little bit different. But um, just that one I loved. It reminded me of being a kid. Getting excited to go trick-or-treating and just, you know, filling up a bag full of candy and just scarfing it down when you get home. Of course. So, yeah, what you got for uh, number two? Number two, go to my uh, most hilarious television show of all time. All time? Psych. Season three. I thought you were going to say The Office there for a second. Yeah, I would never do that. I love The Office, but they didn't make my list. Psych from season three, Tuesday the 17th. Mm -hmm. Not Friday the 13th. Okay. Tuesday the 17th. Um, so Sean and Gus are hired by a childhood friend uh, named Jason uh, to find a missing camp counselor who disappeared near their old sleepaway campgrounds, uh, Camp Tiki Hama. And suddenly, Gus and Sean, while they're there, find themselves entangled in a web of murder mystery when they're all stalked by a psychotic killer. Mm -hmm. But then Sean discovers they were invited there by Jason and by Gus. Um, Gus was in on it. Uh, as test subjects because Jason is reopening that camp as a horror camp hmm. where a pl it's a place where people ha pay to have themselves chased by a, quote, killer. After Jason reveals the truth behind the incident, everyone present finds themselves with the roads closed due to a storm, and they're trapped there at the camp. And this time they're at the mercy of a real killer amongst them. Hmm. Uh, so when people begin winding up dead, Sean, Gus, and Juliet, who's the cop that um, they work with, uh, Sean had called her up there uh, before the storm, uh, they have to try to find out who the killer is before it's too late. Um, just a fun play on horror movies in general. Um, some quotes I actually got down for you because they're hilarious. Mm -hmm. This one ties into the last uh, one from Community. Gus, um, he says, You must be out of your mind if you think for one second I'm going out there. I've seen enough slasher movies to know that when a brother goes to the woods, he doesn't even sort of come back. And Sean says, LL Cool J made it all the way through Deep Blue Sea. And Gus said, That was in the water, Sean, with sharks. And Sam Jackson still got swallowed whole. <laughs> um, and then while they're, um, you know, they're kind of trapped in the house and they see all the spooky stuff happening in the storm, uh, Juliet uh, O'Hara says, I don't like this, Sean. And Sean says, well, your hands are a little bit tight, aren't they? Plus, when you showed up, I was hiding in the closet, so I figured I'm due to man up. If I'm not back in exactly four minutes, please go looking for me. But really start giving it some serious thought after two. And if you think there's anything even slightly amiss after 45 seconds, you're the leader here. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, after they find out that um, Jason uh, had invited Sean to be a test subject and Gus was in on it, J uh, Sean said, so history repeats itself. He's referring to an incident when they were younger where Gus chose to be Jason's partner in the um, 
pinata making contest. Okay. So Sean says, so history repeats itself. You two are my least favorite tag team of all time. And another cancel says, really? With Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov on the table? <laughs> and Sean's like, wow, you had to make that reference. So, might as well. Might as well. So I actually use that line a lot whenever I see like two people kind of, y'all are my least favorite tag team, including Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. <laughs> um, I love this uh, episode. It's fun. It ends on um, just you know hilarious note where um, they're in the old pool where it's you know there's no water in there and you know water's coming mm-hmm. or rain's coming up and um, uh, the real killer has the knife and is threatening to go stab Sean and Gus shows up and Sean's like I thought you were down here Gus he's like no I was hiding <laughs> and Gus throws a um, a pool skimmer to him it's a pool skimmer what do you want me to do? there's not a lot of options here Sean <laughs> um, really funny Julia ends up shooting the guy in the hand okay um, so, and he's like you shot me in the mm-hmm. hand. <laughs> um, really funny episode. Um, if you're looking for something funny to watch uh, that mixes h- hilarity with horror, mm-hmm. uh, it's Psych Season 3. Uh, it's uh, Episode 15 in Season 3. It's the uh, next to last um, uh, episode of that season. There are a lot of great uh, horror episodes in Psych uh, because it's there's a lot of like um, uh, paranormal type mm-hmm. stuff, especially since you're dealing with psychics. Sure. Uh, the finales of season three, four, and five are a trilogy called the uh, the Yin Yang Killers um, trilogy, and those are really good mystery episodes that kind of dive into the horror a little bit. Especially the uh, the fourth season finale, uh, Mister Yin Presents. It has a nice mm-hmm. tie with Alfred Hitchcock movies. Um, so uh, just encourage you to check out Psych in general. I know I keep harping on it. No, it is good. on Amazon Prime, and I do have that. So, um, but we discussed, you know. Batwoman's back out, or out for the first time. Arrow's final season. Flash is back now. You can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes. I'm just saying, um, a lot of good stuff on TV right now. I'm just saying, if you want to go watch some Halloween-themed stuff, okay. this is something... So skip the rest. You, can, watch you can skip a couple episodes. There's um, a few episodes here, but you'll watch these and like, oh, wow, what's, what else is there? So, so that's your that, hook. That was my second one. What is your third one, sir? Well, I hope you're getting to my second one, because... Oh, what's your second <laughs> one, sir? <laughs> like, I don't even want to hear your second one. You talked so long yeah, the first one. Well, yeah, jump to your third I one. I looked down at the watt clock at one point. It was 6.18, and I looked back down, and it was like, oh, wow, he's going seven, on seven minutes here. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see if I can do this one quicker. Uh, this one, same way. I love the Christmas episodes out of this series, and so it made me want to go back and watch the Halloween episodes, but Home Improvement. Uh, this episode is called The Haunting of the Taylor House. Okay. It's one of the ones where they're younger. Uh the episode starts where Tim is, you know, he hosts Tool Time on the show. He has a pumpkin that he's already dotted out what he wants to actually cut out of the pumpkin. But instead of carving it, he puts gas inside of it and explodes the pumpkin or puts an explosion in it. Luckily for him, it actually works out. It really just shoots out the stuff he had already carved out. So now he has a jack-o'-lantern. Uh, it reminded me of last year. We were carving a pumpkin, Eric and I were. And I pulled out my Dremel, and I cut the, the dang pumpkin with the Dremel instead of a knife. Uh, it was really cool. Got to sand down a pumpkin with a Dremel tool. Uh, more power, <laughs> as Tim would say. Uh, but yeah, and also it's cool to go back and watch the de- look at the decorations of their house because it's very '90s Halloween, where you've got a bunch of orange everywhere, pumpkins everywhere, just the the cheesy type decorations that you would see that my mom would decorate our house with. I remember having Ninja Turtle Halloween decorations in my room. Uh, but the main one you see dressing up is their son Brad. He's little. Uh, he's the oldest brother, but he's young in this episode, and he's dressed up like Raggedy Andy. And his dad's like, you know, that's not very scary. Like, what are you doing? Because Brad is hosting a 
friends, I guess, almost like a party over at his house for Halloween. All of his friends are coming over, and Tim has built a haunted mansion, or I guess haunted house, down in his basement. Uh, but Brad says he's dressing up as Raggedy Andy because his girlfriend is dressing up as Raggedy Ann, and he promised that he would. So they get his costume all right. You know, he's got a mop, everything else for a head. Uh, party gets started. Jennifer, his girlfriend, shows up at the party. She's dressed as a biker chick. And he's like, what are you doing? I thought you were coming as Raggedy Ann. Question. Yes. Is this the same biker chick who was in Casper? Or the same girlfriend who was in Casper? Yes, the mean one. Yeah, the mean yes. one. Cool, awesome. So Nice tie in the last week's episode. Yes. Check out Casper. Uh, she comes in, dressed as a biker. He's like, I thought you were dressing up as uh, Raggedy Ann. And she says, I didn't feel like I wanted to come to this party with you. Funny part is, like, it's at his house, like, but you still oh, came to his party. That's terrible. Well, in comes her new boyfriend, biker, dressed up, leather, headband, everything else. Want to take a guess who this fellow is? Uh, do what now? Sorry. Said, new motorcycle. <laughs> There's a biker that's her boyfriend, new boyfriend. Uh-huh, new boyfriend, yes. Comes in. You want to take a guess of who he could be? I wouldn't know. Mr. Ryder Strong. No, Sean. Sean. Shawnee. From Boy Meets World. Comes strutting himself in there dressed as a biker, and he's the new boyfriend. Okay. So they leave for a few minutes. You know, it goes back and forth, comes back. Next thing you know, Brad and Sean start fighting each other in the doorway. Who do you have in that fight? I don't I don't know who wins it in the... the I take Sean. I, th- I, th- I think Sean's, you know, streetness. Street fights. I think he's I, got it. Versus Brad's just kind of the football-type player. I don't know that he has the skills to beat them, but he's got two younger brothers, so he may have experience. I feel like Brad would be like the bully type. Who yes. you, you know, like he grows up to be in Tokyo Drift. Yes, or um, in uh, Burn Notice Season 2. Okay. Uh, where he hires someone to kill a stepmother. Yes, I did see that. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's That might have been his last acting appearance. I don't think he's done be. much since Tokyo Drift in that. So. Uh, but Tim comes in, separates the fight, and of course Sean's like, it's not my fault, he started it. He was also the bully in the first kid. Okay, he actually was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. He's, so, he's destined to play a bully. He looks like one. Yeah. Uh, what a jerk. Anyway, they ended up, you know, Brad goes out and talks with his dad. His dad tries to talk to him. You know, if you've ever seen the series, Tim's horrible at giving advice. Usually gets it from Wilson, who's giving great advice, and then Tim relays it in a not-so-great way. Yeah. But um, Brad comes back, tries to figure out what in the world he did to upset his girlfriend. Because his girlfriend, Jennifer, earlier, when she said she didn't want to come with him, she said he knew what he did. Versus he really didn't know what he did. So he finally asked her, he's like, why are you upset? He said, well, today at school you picked another girl uh, instead of me for playing dodgeball or kickball. Oh, no. And he looked at her and said, well, I wanted to win. <laughs> and so, not what of course, say. that didn't work out. That's not what you no. say. <laughs> they end up getting it better, and then kind of Sean kind of disappears for a while. But all of a sudden, now they finally go into the haunted basement, which Tim has decorated all up. It's all spooky. The kids go in there. Uh, and then here comes Sean again, out of nowhere. I guess he's lost his girlfriend, but he's in here now telling Tim about how cheesy everything is and how everything looks so fake and how everything is stupid. And Tim's like, you know, chill out. Like, let the other kids enjoy it, whatever, you know. Well, he goes, well, here, I got something for you. Go check and see what's in that toolbox. So he goes over to the toolbox, pops the lid. There's Al's head. <laughs> Al is a vampire, just technically Al's vampire head. Here comes in Wilson, dressed as a mummy. From next door, but next thing you know, he's flying through the air. Nice. So Ryder, or Strong, uh, little Sean, gets scared to death about craps his pants, runs out. Moves so, to Philadelphia. Yeah, and starts, <laughs> you know, meets his friend named uh, Corey. But, uh, but, yeah, it's a funny episode. For some reason, all the other kids just stood and laughed at him. Like, I guess they were in on the joke somehow. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, hey, over here real quick, there's this. I don't know. 
anyway, it was fun. It's always cool to see in those sitcom type shows from back then how characters interact. It's not really shown from what's real, but how the actors switched over on shows and made guest appearances and stuff. So. I briefly remember that episode and remember really enjoying it. There's um, a lot of other ones. Um, Home Improvement has a variety of Halloween episodes. The same way they really strong on their Christmas episodes. Yeah. They have a lot of Halloween ones as well. So I definitely recommend the other ones. Um, this just one just stood out to me. So cool. number three for you, good sir. All right, so in a way, I'm not cheating. Okay, definitely not cheating because this is one episode. It sounds episode. like you're cheating then. One episode. Okay. But it has like three different stories in it. Oh, that's fine. So yeah, that's this fine. is uh, from The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Treehouse of Horror 7. This ha happens in season 8. Mm -hmm. And uh, aired in, I believe, 1996. Um, the three stories. The first one is The Thing and I, where Bart and Lisa are hearing strange noises from the attic. Homer and Marge claim not to know what they're talking about, but they're, he's seen bringing a bucket of fish heads up to the attic. So they think there's a monster up there. Turns out, they investigate, there really is a monster up there. Hmm. Um, the creature has escaped from the attic. Mm -hmm. And so they all go to look. They leave Bart at home to stay, you know, you know, look look out there. And it turns out... I remember this episode. Bart has a Siamese twin brother yep. named Hugo. Mm -hmm. And they were conjoined twins separated at birth. And it was discovered that Hugo was too evil to live in society. So he was left chained in the attic where Homer fed him a bucket of fish heads once a week. Um, the family comes back, Dr. Hibbert knocks Hugo out, mm -hmm. and they start to examine him, and they realize, wait, the scar that the evil one yep. should have is on the wrong side. The Turns wrong out Bart's the, the, evil e the evil one was Bart the whole time, mm -hmm. and he's like, well, don't look too shocked. I mean, come mm -hmm. on. Um, so in an attempt to correct their wrong, Dr. Hibbert and the Simpson family eat uh, a turkey dinner with Hugo, leaving Bart locked into the attic. With fish heads. <laughs> with fish heads. He goes to the vent. Hey, guys, can I have some of that turkeys? Marge's like, no, you just eat your fish heads. We'll be up in a minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's the thing in I. Um, one of the great lines from that episode is uh, they come back and realize that Hugo is there in the house. And Homer's like, pretty sure I saw Hugo at the airport. He was getting on a plane board uh, to go to Switzerland. He's like, oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second part of this episode is the Genesis Tub, where Lisa performs a science experiment to see if cola will dissolve a tooth. Um, one of her great lines is, you know, science has ruined tobacco, alcohol, but I can still ruin soda for everybody. <laughs> um, Bart shocks Lisa as part of his project to prove that nerds conduct electricity. Um, the tooth is also shot and, and undergoes an unusual reaction, creates a race of miniature beings. Mm -hmm. And she discovers this the next day and marvels at how the people in her universe there evolve at a rapid rate. Um, evolving to the point of the Reformation by the time Lisa's come back from breakfast. She has this great line, they're nailing something on the church wall. I created uh, Lutherans. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Bart destroys some of the ecosystem in Lisa's tub universe, and Lisa responds by insulting him under her breath. And the people, again, evolving at rapid rate, they're futuristic. They're able to shrink her down to be a, you know, there in the little society. Mm -hmm. And they explain that. they regard her as the creator, as God, and they want her to do something about Bart, whom they regard as the devil. And she says, well, she can help them if they unshrink her, but they tell her they, you know, it took them forever to figure out the shrinking ray. There's a, like a unshrinking ray that will take years and years. And, and Lisa's like, well, great, I'm stuck here the rest of my life. Somebody, you know, bring me some shoes and, and some <laughs> socks. <laughs> so that's the end of that episode. Uh, Bart ends up taking that universe to the science fair and winning first prize. And then the last one, which is my absolute favorite, called Citizen Kang. While out fishing, Homer is abducted by two aliens, Kang and Kodos. 
And when they demand Homer point them towards Earth's leader, Homer informs him that, well, there's an upcoming presidential election, and the winner could be either Bill Clinton or Bob Dole. And so Kang and Kodas kidnap Bob Dole and Bill Clinton, placing them in suspended animation tombs, and they assume their forms through bioduplication to ensure one of them will become the next leader. And before returning Homer to Earth, the aliens soak him in rum so nobody will believe what he saw. <laughs> so <laughs> as the electioneers, the imposter candidates seem to be acting strangely, holding hands in public, making bizarre declarations in unhuman-like monotone. One of the great lines is, you know, why should we vote for you over uh, uh, Senator Dole? It makes no difference. Your planet is doomed. <laughs> and Kent Brockman, the newscaster, well, there's some refreshing uh, dialogue from one of the presidential candidates. <laughs> some refreshing honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, Homer stumbles upon the badly hidden spaceship and tries to save both Bob Dole and Bill Clinton, um, with both candidates agreeing they should join forces to defeat the aliens, but Homer accidentally ejects them into space. Uh, on the day before the election, Homer crashes the spaceship into the Capitol, and reveals the candidates' real identities. However, despite being exposed, Kang and Kodis declare to the people that they still have to choose one of them because it's too late to get new candidates. And when <laughs> someone says, well, I'll just vote for a third-party candidate, <laughs> one of them says, go ahead, waste your vote. <laughs> so Kang is subsequently elected president of the United States and enslaves all of humanity, including the Simpsons themselves, where Homer points out, don't blame me, I voted for Kodis. <laughs> so Treehouse of Horror 7, Three really just uh, wonderful, scary stories. I mean, I just love it, love it, love it. So It is. And honestly, like I know, depending on our viewers, some probably have mixed reviews of The Simpsons, but that's something that I remember, uh, especially high school, college, Will Howard, he's a huge Simpsons fan. So I remember every year with this came out, we would all go to his house. On, I think it was Sunday nights back then. Um, I'm not sure if it's still Sunday nights now. It's but still Sunday nights yeah, now. Yeah, we would go and like spend, you know, we get pizza or get something and watch the new Simpsons Halloween episodes every year at Halloween. So it is cool that you brought that up. They were honestly part of my honorable mention, mostly because I couldn't think of a specific episode. But now, every as soon as you start talking about that one, I remembered everything from that episode. It's well with the Simpsons, especially seasons like two through ten. I would mm-hmm. go up to me maybe nine. It might be the cutoff point for some people. Um, they're about to start season thirty-one, so it's we're talking crazy. about the first ten seasons of the uh, of that show. It's a third. It was really high quality. A lot of people had issues with it because it was a cartoon, mm-hmm. and they, you know, cartoons are usually marketed sure. to- towards kids. Mm-hmm. But this is a, it's really not for kids. It, it's a, um, it's not as crude as like Family Guy. Sure, Family Guy got, re- I mean, has gotten really, really just crude and mm-hmm. too adult. But it's smartly written humor. At least it was for the first ten seasons. Sure. Smartly written humor where, yeah, as a kid, I, I kind of enjoyed it, even though it probably wasn't the best thing for me to be watching. But as an adult, I get these jokes, and I get the uh, whole third-party reference mm-hmm. and, the, um, and the political debate stuff. I mean, there's a lot of really uh, good, smart adult humor where it's not – when I say adult, it's not that it's like inappropriate for children. It's just I'm old enough to understand that sure. reference now. Well, a lot of stuff, too, is to think that it was probably like an opening for the dinosaurs, which yeah. we talked about. It's the same way they were on, like, TGIF, I think. But um, it's a sitcom for dinosaurs because people dressed up as puppets. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of things that kids could enjoy and love, the simple humor of it. But at the same time, you go back and watch the stuff now, it's some very deep stuff on there. Uh, so it's cool how they did that, and it's cool. I'm glad you mentioned that one. So you're finally your third, my finally third one. Third one. What what you got for us, boss? Uh, I went back because I wanted to find something special. I wanted to find like a cartoon from my childhood. There was other ones, you know, like we said, you know, that obviously stood out. But I went back to when it kept popping up in my head, the Rugrats. 
Uh, it's called the Candy Bar Creep Show. It starts off as in the first season, so they're still kind of getting the whole series going with the kids going. Uh, it's the first time, I guess, the kids have ever experienced the Halloween. They had no clue what Halloween was. Angelica comes running in about how she's going to have a Reptar candy bar, and they're too young to, you know, to get one or whatever. And, of course, they're like, what's a Reptar candy bar? They don't know. They know Reptar. But, of course, she does this big spiel, pretty much a straight-up commercial, where she sings and dances for this uh, candy bar the same way that a lot of kids would, you know, repeating a commercial off a of TV. So now, of course, the kids want a Reptar bar because when she bites into it, it turns their tongue green. There is something, like, immensely, like, I've never seen this episode, mm-hmm. but hearing the name Reptar bar, mm-hmm. you know, it, I compare it to the Willy Wonka chocolate yeah. bar um, where it just sounds immensely appealing. They sell them now. I really was going to try to go buy one or try to find one before I came, but I just ran out of time. Um, they do, like, in real life, turn your tongue green. Uh, so that's a cool factor of it. Uh, but something cool, too, is it's similar to how the uh, – home improvement episode the all the parents of all the kids got together and they're doing a little haunted house so for trick-or-treaters they had to come in and go inside the haunted house and get a little scared a little bit and then come back out and that was their thing well the parents shows them decorating and then tommy's mom says i'm afraid that this is a little too scary for the kids and angelica's dad said well i'm sorry but you already told angelica she could so maybe angelica can but definitely the babies need to wait another year it's too scary for them uh, something I always loved about the show is Grandpa's just random quotes or th- like sayings and things he did. Uh, so of course Grandpa chimes in here because Grandpa's this like horror mask, and I don't know like we talked you know about Halloween costumes, but I don't know if you ever went to like a Halloween specific store growing up, and there was like the really scary expensive masks like up top on a shelf kind of yeah. around the store. In my mind, that's kind of what it is because I remember even going as a kid and seeing all those masks. Being halfway interested, but also scared that something was going to like pop off that shelf at me. Uh, but Grandpa says, when I was a spud, me and my brother Sparky used to go trick-or-treating door-to-door. Of course, in those days, it was 15 miles to the next house. <laughs> and those were real tricks and real ghosts, mind you. So I love Grandpa's quotes about that. He Nearly any time Grandpa's on the show, he's funny. Um, but so the kids are in the house watching, ca- trying to figure out how in the world do we get a Reptar bar sees the parents take a whole bucket full of them out there, or a bowl full of them. Mm-hmm. So they're watching this, and all of a sudden the kids go in all scared. They scream, and then they come running out with candy bars. and said, oh, well, we just have to scream in order to get a Reptar bar. And then Chucky says, I don't know, Tommy. Anytime I scream, I just get a bottle or a new diaper. And he said, <laughs> this is different, Chucky. This is Halloween-y, so we're going to get one. Of course they scream. The parents come in like, what's wrong? You know, Pick them up, put them down. Everything's fine. They're like, oh, the kids outside must be scaring them, so they close the blinds. Uh, tri- typical Rugrat fashion, they Tommy pulls a screwdriver out of his diaper, breaks open the fence. They go to the haunted house. The kids being so babyish and innocent that they're not scared by anything in there. They think it's funny where Phil and Lil are like, eating worms, but it's technically spaghetti, and Tommy's just dancing around doing stuff. Anyway, the kids come in. They hear Angelica coming in where she's about to come in through the tent. They get scared. They all run. Well, when they come in, of course, Phil and Lil have worms in their hair and everything else. They end up scaring all the other kids. Angelica, all of them scream, run, drop their candy bars. Moral of the story, the kids got all their candy bars that they wanted, and they hit them in their diapers and walked away with them. Of course. Uh, but, yeah, same way. Rugrats has a couple other Halloween episodes, but that one's I just remember being a kid and watching that, and it's just something that stood out to me. Is it the best show ever? Probably not. No, definitely not. But – it's, it's one of those nostalgic things. That no, it, it reminds you of your childhood. You go back and watch that, especially it's the first season of Rugrats. 
Tommy just has switched from like a red shirt to a blue shirt or whatever. Oh, wow, I didn't even know there was a red shirt. In the wow. very beginning, like in commercials and stuff before they ever even came out with the show, they had little clips of Tommy wearing a red shirt. Uh, but yeah, he's in a blue shirt, and that's who he became iconic the rest of his time. But um, I don't know. It's just so fun to watch the innocence of that and just to kind of go back and see the how 90s that cartoon is, but still how much, you know, even some of that and other shows are a little bit edgy for the time. Not say edgy like The Simpsons necessarily, but edgy in a way that Nickelodeon brought stuff out that was definitely not all clean and stuff like Disney was. At yeah, the like you could watch it with your kids and both of you would have a good sure. time. So, but that was my pick, though. Uh, I definitely, it was one I had to go back and find. I wanted something from my childhood more so than some of the other ones. So, that was my pick. Cool. Honorable mentions. I'm going to let you go first on the honorable. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions? I don't have specific episodes. Honestly, The Office has a lot of very funny Halloween episodes, especially one of the first ones. Um, yeah, that's, where, that's one of mine where he ends up firing De- Devin. Yeah, he's got to fire somebody, but it turns out he's known about it for a long time. But he, and he decides to the Halloween the party. Yeah. And then uh, and it was going to be Creed. They were gonna, he was going to fire Creed, and Creed talked him into firing Devin. Yes. And it's like, if he had fired Creed, we would have been like, this was Creed's first real big yeah. episode. We would have been deprived of eight more years There's of Creed. There's so much of Creed that's funny later on throughout this series. So there's a lot of other funny ones in there. Uh, it's just the office in general is just hilarious. You know, one of the favorite funniest shows of all time, in my opinion, but that was one of the ones, honestly, a lot of the other series, I feel like full house may have had one. I know family matters had some Halloween stuff. Uh, and there's obviously certain shows that were very Halloween themed. We're going to record a different episode for those. So that, you know, to cover different series that are specifically made for that sort of thing, instead of, you know, sitcoms that have random episodes. But that's what stood out with me. Was there any other ones for you? Um, this is just completely random. You talked about the nostalgia. Uh, this was probably one of the worst villains ever. But on Power Rangers, they had the pumpkin wrapper. I remember this. And this is a giant jack-o'-lantern whose head is upside down, and he has pumpkin-headed minions. Oh, and he raps. That's, like, his main thing. He It even requires a rap to summon him out of the ground. Now, did Zach and him have, like, a dance I, ninja battle? I don't think so. Um, I, I really don't remember much of that episode. Mm-hmm. I, just, he, I just remember him I do being, remember him. him I remember the terrible. character. And, I, yeah, I started looking it up. Like, I know Brian Cranston, who's Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I don't think he was the voice of this one, but he was the voice of several Power yeah. Ranger villains in the early 90s. Um, I don't think it was this uh, this one for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, that sticks out as um, just a memorable childhood moment. Uh, you mentioned The Office has some. Friends had a really good Halloween episode. Uh, it was in season eight. Um, Rachel is uh, with child, and she really wants to hand out the ki- uh, candy to the kids. And mm-hmm. one uh, girl who's dressed like a princess, she uh, does a little twirl, and she's like, oh, you get another piece of candy. And the girl's like, I love you. And she's like, just just take all the candy. Just take it all. <laughs> she's <laughs> um, and uh, that was a, just a great episode. Uh, Ross is dressed up like a potato with antennae, so he's Spudnik, mm-hmm. the the satellite. Gotcha. That makes um, sense. Joey is dressed up as Chandler. Okay. <laughs> Chandler is uh, the Velveteen Rabbit, mm-hmm. where his wife Monica bought him a pink bunny outfit, and she's like. He was like, well, the Velveteen Rabbit was brown. She's like, well, it's either Pink Bunny or No Bunny at all. He's like, No Bunny at all. Always go No Bunny at all. <laughs> and um, Monica is Catwoman. I saw clips and of that one. Phoebe is Supergirl. Supergirl. And Rachel is a woman who is about to not be able to wear this really nice dress she bought because she's pregnant, so she wants to wear it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the episode turns out to um, 
like uh, Ross and Chandler have this um, this uh, arm wrestling match to prove who's tougher, mm-hmm. and they're both at a stalemate like at the beginning. They're like, "Wow, look how equally strong they are," and Joey's like, "Or equally weak." <laughs> um, but it's just pretty pathetic to see Chandler in his pink bunny ep, uh, mm-hmm. outfit and Ross wearing his potato antennae Spudnik, where <laughs> everyone thinks, "Oh, your duty." <laughs> <laughs> um, just something about that episode is just super memorable. So that that would be my other honorable mention. The only other one I thought about too is Big Bang Theory had some good ones. Mm-hmm. I do remember there was one what? where they're all fighting over who gets who to gets be. to be uh, Superman and Batman, but who doesn't want to be Aquaman? Yes, yes. Aquaman uh, sucks. <laughs> uh, we did have some of you guys tune in, uh, throw out some of your favorites out there. Uh, let me see here. By the way, Raj, Aquaman no longer sucks. The movie was pretty awesome. It actually <laughs> was compared to other DC movies. Well. Uh, uh, Devon Varnum, he says, uh, the last man standing episode, Trick or Treat. Okay. Yeah. I don't honestly remember the specific episode. I did watch the series. And honestly, it's... Honestly, it's a newer it, version it's of Home, Home Improvement. Improvement where he owns a outdoor store and he yeah. has daughters instead of sons. Yes, and so honestly, it's kind of cool. Uh, so I'm sure the Halloween episode is very similar to the Home Improvement one. Right. Uh, Casey Wright, or yeah, Wright said the ghost in Suite Six One Three from the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Couldn't tell you anything about it, but it sounds. I couldn't awesome. either. Said I know it's a Disney show, but I'm still shook. And so honestly, there's a lot of kids shows from Disney and Nickelodeon back then. Yeah. There's some series that I'm going to talk about in our other episode that's based off of stuff like that. Uh, here's a little tie-in fact. Uh, Zach and Cody in The Sweet Life, mm-hmm. they're twins. They are. One of those twins played Ross's son on Friends. Okay. So He played Ben Geller. Nice. I think it was Cody Sprouse. I don't know. I so know now he's on... Uh, Riverdale. Riverdale. Uh, but lastly, uh, Jenny Varnum said, I love The Mystery Weekend by Save- on Saved by the Bell. There's a show. There's another show that, honestly, I didn't even think about yeah. throwing out there. But I'm, same way. They were a sitcom from back then. They did Christmas episodes, Halloween episodes. So I'm sure there's a big variety of those as well. Uh, Double check the Facebook one more time to make sure Chris Road hasn't commented. Let's check. Because Chris Road has gotten on to us the past couple of times. And worst case, we just mentioned Chris Road. So it's okay. Yeah, You made your appearance, your one appearance, buddy. Let me go back and check. Uh, there is a video. I'm going to get Chris's permission first. Because it's of his son, but Chris sent me a picture last night or a video last night of his son in his Halloween costume for this year. Uh, I won't spoil it. It's honestly, in my opinion, probably one of the best Halloween costumes, at least modern Halloween costumes. Uh, but his son pulls it off awesomely. He had mentioned it in our comments whenever we were talking about Halloween costumes, but now his son actually has it. He's ready. And uh, I'll see if he'll allow me to post that short clip of his son on the Instagram and on social media. What you got? I got nothing else. This is okay. for the next episode. <laughs> like you got excited. I saw a comment on Instagram. Was it from Laura? Yeah, from Laura. Laura's so next episode. Next episode. Sorry, Laura. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's it. Uh, I hope you guys are all having an awesome fall season so far. Absolutely. I hope um, you have a great Halloween coming up. I know Like I keep trying to restart my diet. I keep sucking at it. And, yeah, you and do. And stopping. Uh, especially with Halloween coming up, it's so tempting just to buy all the candy and eat all the candy. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, this this episode comes out on Monday the 21st, uh, which is a 21st. full 10 days before Halloween. If you listen to this episode, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, facebook.com slash whatthewhatmedia, uh, on, uh, at Twitter at WTW underscore media, and on Instagram at whatthewhatmedia. And um, let us know if you're going to be dressing up for Halloween this year. 
Sure. We'd love um, to see your costume. Because uh, I, I know I'm going to the Sunlight Treat Night uh, mm-hmm. here at Sunlight Farms in Kinley. I intend um, to. I, you I intend get... to as well. And what are you going to dress up as? I've got my costume already planned out. I'm going to be one of the Dude Perfect guys. I'm gonna nice. Be, I'm going to be Tyler from Dude Perfect. And that's inspired by your um, your coworker, or boss, Roy. Yeah. His son, His son, Luke. Luke is a big Dude Perfect fan. And he Huge mentioned, Coach Creech, you've got a beard just like Ty. And I'm like, you know what? I do have a beard like Ty. So I'm going to dye it black. And get a dude perfect shirt, and I'm gonna be tied. Nice. So I'm gonna dress up as Batman because I already have the mask and cape and works t-shirt. Out perfect. So it's not the full blown armor Batman, but it's Kyle the mask. Uh, and we were deciding at work the other day, literally yesterday, we had a meeting of what are we gonna dress up for for Halloween as a as an office. Uh, I thought the office was a great idea to dress up. I would have been Kevin and carry around a bowl of chili all day, uh, and just got mad and said, Philip, Philip. Philip, <laughs> but uh, it didn't work out. You should uh, have three people dressed up like the Joker. Well, there's a lot of us. That would have been funny too. Uh, Dang it, Creed. <laughs> we almost dressed up as which Winnie the Pooh and all of the friends. Yes. Michael Thompson was gonna be Christopher Robin. I think I was gonna be Eeyore, and then it got changed again. Uh, everyone in the office are huge Christmas fans. Okay. So we're all dressing up as Christmas characters for Halloween. Who are you? I have choices. I don't know yet if I'm going to be Santa Claus. Okay. I don't know if I'm brave enough to dye my beard white or don't not. Don't dye your beard white, but get a fake beard. Well, we'll see. We can find one for you. Uh, also, there is, what is his name? Uh, from Yukon uh, Cornelius. Yes. From, well, you, uh, from uh, Rudolph. Rudolph. Or not Rudolph. Um, it is Rudolph. It yeah. is Rudolph. It is Rudolph, yeah. The Playmation one. And if not, I thought about if, if I was feeling very daring that day, I may try to find an elf costume. But I don't know how I feel about wearing tights. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Hey, <laughs> how awesome would it be just every time I'm walking around and I leave a meeting or leave my office, everybody's just, bye, buddy. Hope you find your Hope dad. You find your dad. <laughs> just I'm walking away. So I think it'd be awesome. I don't know if I want to spend. You're sitting on the throne of lies. Yes. I don't know if I want to spend the money to buy some tights that I probably will wear one time, especially for my work for everyone to see because it's not very flattering because I'm a big dude. Cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> exactly. I, I can't believe, you know, we uh, not, not to get off topic because I know we're about to wrap this episode up, mm-hmm. but we got Christmas coming around. I know there's so many things we can talk about Christmas, and I know we decided, I think, on Home Alone mm-hmm. for our Christmas movie in December, but we have the Santa Claus and Elf, and we got so many things. I know that um, I know that at some point, you know, we hope to get to a season two, so next year we have talk about something at we're Christmas aiming time. for Simpsons level you season know, 30 season 30 at some point when we're in six season mm-hmm. um, and we're podcasting like in hover chairs at that point yeah our grandkids but, um, are helping us but I just I feel you know, like there's so many great Christmas stuff to talk about I know this is a Halloween episode but I just can't believe we're not talking about Elf this year so we probably will if we've just talked about it slightly in a Halloween episode we'll probably at least throw it in there throw multiple it in there times at some point that might be something where we just we erase an episode that we've got planned and throw mm-hmm. in another movie We'll see. We've changed a little bit of things in format since we did it. So we have. We'll see. So but anyway, yeah. let's wrap this episode up. Thank you for joining us uh, again. Uh, follow us and uh, subscribe to us on Apple, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. If there's a place that you listen to and we're not there, let us know. And we'll try to add uh, that service to our list. Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. I don't have anything fun to go with that this year. Um, of this year, this week. So there's there's my one or two mess ups there. All right. Well, what the what? Get scared. Yes. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time on What the What. Bye. But that's my line. Okay, we'll say it. One. You're, you're supposed to say What the What. What the What. Bye. Bye.